0: This is uh, good morning, guys. Welcome to our parable. I have Diana Capitula. Hey, say that right?
1: <laughs> yes. Whoa. Whoa. Sounds like
0: a sorority club thing, <laughs> in, like in Arizona. If I'm being honest. Wow,
1: like Kappa Delta.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm surprised you know that. Okay, this is my this is my sweet friend Diana.
2: Hello.
0: K. Okay, a. D. From hey, Ohio, hello, hello. soon to be California, maybe, maybe, probably, probably Amen.
1: Let's do That's it. probably happen. Come on.
0: She's an awesome girl. She uh, <laughs> she did an event this year for a twenty one for human trafficking awareness, right?
1: Yes, sir. And you were there. I right? was
0: there. Yep. Uh, that
1: was amazing. Thank you so much for coming out.
0: Yeah, that kind of just happened out of nowhere. So
1: <laughs> the Lord, right?
0: Yeah, the Lord. Um. So honored to have her here.
1: It's an honor to be here, Izzy. Yeah. Thank you so she's much.
0: A, one thing about Diana, she's a good friend. She's a strong communicator, and she's uh she's very sweet to all people.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much, because she has a
0: heart for like strangers. It's true. Mm-hmm. I
1: love all people.
0: Yeah, she loves all people. Um, so we're just gonna. This is more like a table talk. Totally. So,
1: I'm a little nervous, honestly. Yeah. Can you tell?
0: I can tell. She's <laughs> shaking. Slightly. She's rattling like a can. Hey,
1: you're taking me outside of my comfort zone, so mm-hmm, thank you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's an honor to be here. Yeah. Truly. She's
0: visiting town, so I made her come on. Because she has stuff to share, you know? So. Thank you. Yeah, remember when... We're just going to jump right Remember when you told me you went to Bible college and you were like... Uh... I'm going to Bible college. I'm not here to make friends. Tell me about that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Jesus came through and was like, "You're funny, girl." Um. Yeah. So maybe give more
0: context than that. Totally. Totally. Thing I dropped in there. Yeah.
1: Totally. There's a lot to that, but um, yeah. So I went to CCBC in Ventura, California Coast Bible College. Um, I. Yeah, I just felt the Lord um, put that on my heart like what, two, three years ago? Um, and coming into it, I was like, Jesus, I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. Only you. Like, I surrender my life. I surrender this season, um, th- this next year. Um, do whatever you want. Um, But in my mind, I was like, I'm not here for people, relationships, friendships. Um, I don't need any of that. Um, Mm -hmm. I I just want to. Yeah, I want you to do what you want to do in my life and I want to serve your kingdom. Mm -hmm. And that's all that matters to me. Um, And so when I moved. (laughs) He totally made it all about friendship for me and uh, relationship and completely rocked my world because I think I was coming from a place of fear and brokenness when I said that to him where I was like, Jesus, like I don't want yeah, I don't wanna make it about that, but it was more of like a I don't wanna get hurt or I don't wanna, you know, get Mm -hmm. too involved or heavily rooted in relationships here and mm-hmm. then end up having to like leave. And mm-hmm. there was just so many fears, but Jesus was so good because um, kingdom is about relationship. Mm-hmm. Kingdom is about family and mm-hmm. friendship and marriage. That's all it's about. Um, and so he taught me so much the next two years about how he, and you say this, like we've been talking about this the last what couple of days about how he does everything through relationship. Mm-hmm. Literally. And it it was just so beautiful because um he had a lot more mature believers come around me. Um you know Jenny. My my mm-hmm. girl Jenny. Yeah. yeah, Jenny. Yo, Jenny came through <laughs> and um she was someone that just came into my life and definitely, um, yeah, just blessed me and was more like, hey, I'm here for you. And mm-hmm. like the Lord just used <clears throat> so many people and like relationships there um, to heal me and mm-hmm. definitely redeem what I thought friendship was. And I saw a lot of just his heart through um, community and it was amazing so yeah Mm it was it was yeah a challenge but the most beautiful thing i think the most beautiful thing that i got out of ccbc was the friendships Mm -hmm. for sure so it's funny how like i went hey i'm not coming here for relationships and he's like haha
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm gonna
1: give you amazing relationships someone
0: didn't read their bible (laughs) 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 Ha <laughs> 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 i'm kidding um a, it's funny that you brought up like um you're you're gonna go there and you're gonna leave and it's gonna be like why did i build relationship um but i think yeah i think a lot of times because i actually came in same bible college i was only there for a semester yeah. um <clears throat> and i came in with the same kind of like methodology, you know, whatever you want to call it, come. I'm there to, um, go after Jesus. And then like friendships and relationships are after because like, I need to be serious about the Lord. Mm -hmm. So I came with this intensity of like, I'm going to be serious about the Lord and I'm going to have the best grades. I'm going to wake up at 6am, read the word, not study it, but I'm going to read it. (laughs) Like, deep thought and i'm gonna just be really like
1: effective i'm gonna be effective
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna be a leader totally like (laughs) everything else
2: secondary
1: how can you lead
0: without relationship
1: that's good and
0: so for me it ended up kind of like i didn't really uh have relationship at any point so Mm -hmm. that's probably ultimately part of the reason why i left yeah um but it's interesting because I'm pretty sure I had the same, it's far back. It's like further away. It's like four years ago. So it's hard to look back and be like, well, what were all the thoughts I had? But I'm sure that one of them, and I'll just throw the idea out there is that like, we will leave. And then it's like, why did I invest into those relationships? What was the point? And so it's kind of like, Paul is like, why, why even, you know, have relationship with these churches in like Rome and I think Spain and, Greece, like, why even have relationships with these churches and plant them if, like, I'm not going to be there? And it's like this concept of the global church, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, like, well, a good representation is like our friendship is the fact that you're in Ohio and then I'm in Portland, right? Yeah. And, like, somehow still connected. And then, same thing, like, we'll have, like, Daniel Mirachenko in, like, Florida and I feel connected to him, or I have some friends in Sacramento that I feel connected to, and I have friends in, Mount Vernon closer to Seattle like five hours away and it's like you know it's such an integral part to like my life where it's you feel knitted to them yes and it stirs you up to come back here and have that same thing locally and so like this whole global church model of like where you see things bigger than just your local community it ultimately always leads you back to a better local community because Mm -hmm. you're like when you're with someone that you don't see all the time for like, let's just say you have 74 hours to be with them
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then minus sleep and then minus like all the small things that you're not with them, you're, you become more intentional. And so you start to look at it that way here. I think part of the reason why locally we, ha- we have struggling relationships is because we give too much time mm-hmm. to people in that sense. Like we just, we, we give too much in the sense that we lose that taste of intentionality in that mm-hmm. way so like we'll kind okay. of freely give it almost like you can do this with generosity and finances you can just give too much away that you lose the intentionality behind it and it just becomes a habit where you're like hey i'll give you yeah, sure five hours for sure but then you lose that taste of you know purpose you lose you, you know what i mean like yeah, totally. you can get to a point in ministry where you give too much time to the media department you mm-hmm. give too much time to ushering, you give too much time to serving in the local church that you lose the point of serving in the local church wow. because you're no longer, uh, you know, taking account for your time and you're kind of just giving it freely. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's, that's one thing that I've kind of noticed is that, and sometimes it's better to give less so we can have a better quality experience with people. Wow. Mm-hmm. and then we can even establish more relationships True. that are that are healthier and so cuz i remember with my my closest friendships i would give like whole days you're like with them the whole day nothing wrong with giving the whole days but you'd give like the whole day like three times a week um yet nothing's being established um relationally like mm-hmm. to improve it you're kind of just it just kind of plateaus and it's just this horizontal relationship of just nothing but like you're sure you're gaining history, but you're not gaining trust. Yeah. And I know that was that and was depth. one thing. Yeah. You're not getting trust. You're not getting depth. Um, And that's kind of like with the Lord, we'll build history, but we mm-hmm. won't build trust. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like banks nowadays. We can have mm-hmm. a bank account for like 10 years, but if we never do anything with it. Then like, yeah, sure. We have a lot of time with the bank, but they have no history of us. We never used the bank. We never did anything with it. Yeah. And so that's kind of how I see relationships. Um,
1: That's really cool. Mm -hmm. I love that you said um, it's like we're building history, but we're not building trust. That's Mm -hmm. powerful. Mm -hmm. That's so good.
0: Because trust is you going through a shared experience or like a partnered experience. And then out of the end of it, it's it's built a relationship
2: mm-hmm.
0: upon it. So you're, you're building relationship upon experience that you had with your friend or with the Lord. And so that could be, um, and obviously we mean all experience. So like you could be going through a hard season and you choosing to partner with the Lord will grow your relationship and trust because you know that he's your shepherd. You know that mm-hmm. he's going to take you through it. You know that he's there with you. Just, just like that um, aspect of friendship, where you share your heart, and by you sharing your heart and exposing truth, and or you know sharing what you're going through, that will build trust in the relationship to make it a better friendship or a better relationship.
1: So, initially, without trust, a relationship isn't necessarily real. Like trust is. What makes a relationship real? Mm-hmm. That is so good.
0: Yeah, I've had friendships where it's like three years and it's just not really a friendship. I mean, you spent time <laughs> and then yeah. you're kinda like, you kind of like, but it's, it's totally redeemable because you still yeah. have that history. Yeah. So in a way, it's not like it's a lost friendship. Um, it's just a matter of building that trust factor. Wow. Um, and that means like, you know, one of my leaders someone who, like, who I get a lot from, Roman, Mm -hmm. he said that the best thing we can ever give our friends is confidentiality, Mm -hmm. and that builds trust. And so being a vault, and, like, so even in my personal life, someone tells me something, and, because I used to be, like, a blabbermouth. Really? But, yeah, a little bit.
1: Good to know. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) But, like, I would say two years ago, like, the Lord put it on my heart to just vault up.
1: Come on. Like,
0: be this vault. And so actually people will say something to me and like immediately my, I'll be there for the moment, but immediately after the conversation's over, like it's just tucked deep, deep down. And I forget about it. And they'll even come up to me the next day. and like, Hey bro, you know, how i I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Like I intentionally choose to forget about that because it's not necessarily that they need me to dwell on it. It's mm-hmm. more so that they need to just release it to somebody totally. and they just need someone to listen. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to be that person to listen. And then like, it's not for me to keep it. You know, it's not my ammunition. It's not my, it's like, oh, I have all this information. So that defines a relationship, but it's more so do you provide that confidentiality like Jesus? Because Jesus isn't going around sharing your secrets to everybody. He's not sharing things you're going through. He's not, you know,
2: he's
0: he's your confidant. So, So like, that's a big part of relationship and i know that that's just something that sometimes we miss um like we absolutely. miss the mark on that for absolutely. sure absolutely
1: yeah and i think that trust is um in a in a relationship is initially something that um allows you to really enter um more of what god has for you like god wants to heal you God wants to, um, redeem and refine, and he wants to build you up and help you become more, um, yeah, more you, who he's created you to be. And that's something that I've noticed in my friendships, um, and those that are like centered around Jesus is that the Lord would just bring me around people based on seasons. And, um, obviously those people are still, um, my friends, But those that I am walking through a season with, I've noticed that he always um, works through us to almost like sharpen each other. And um, I don't know, I I think for me, I've I've just experienced so much like redemption through the relationships. And um, I think it's because I think that I've gotten to become more of who I am confidently because of my friendships Mm -hmm. and, and those that I walk through, um, yeah, in my, in my seasons with the Lord. And I think that's so cool and so beautiful that if you just embrace, um, the people in your life, you're just receiving God's blessing, Mm -hmm. um, because he wants to bless you through those people, through those friendships. And, um, yeah, I think that, relationships are beautiful and we all need to have them (laughs) am i right yeah no you're right it's as simple as that
0: no i mean that's yeah that's definitely how i see it i always just think it's funny how like how relationships work (laughs) really yeah (laughs) they're so unexpected totally they kind of and that's that's i think that's important like relationship really thrives when you allow people to be themselves and mm-hmm. you really honor the fact that, um, like you, you honor the diversity and like the uniqueness of each person. And then like what will happen is like your relationships and friendships will thrive because you honor who that person is.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: then, so the real person will kind of come out and totally. then you have that relationship you, you never thought you had. And yeah. so it's that same thing that, you know, God wants with us is he wants that real you to come out and not the christianese side of you because sometimes you could spend time with jesus and come out really christianese and Mm -hmm. he's like that's not you totally that's not who you are Mm -hmm. that's like what the church told you to be but you know this is not really who you are like talk to me like you talk to your brother or your sister or your neighbor Mm -hmm. you know um or whoever your closest friend is like talk to me that way and don't put up this, these curtains or this facade of like, oh, this is how I am. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes we use, you know, we tap into that Christian dictionary
1: totally. of words we I've use. i it.
0: <laughs> and you're like, God, just give me the utterance of your word. And yeah. you're like in private and he's like, yo, homie, like, like, what'd you just say? Wait, <laughs> I don't, Wait, I you, don't
1: understand you. I don't you. Even
0: think, I don't even think you understand what you just said. Because <laughs> if you did, you would just do it. Yeah. And um, it's like this very, uh,
2: yeah. it's this very
0: raw thing where it's just mm. be be you and like no matter where where you're at, whether you have an intimate life or a non-intimate life, mm-hmm. like be that person around Jesus.
2: Wow.
0: Um, and like foster a relationship where you can always be yourself because if you can't ever be yourself, then you're essentially you're not in a way building trust with the Lord. That's right. You know, I get not wanting to be yourself maybe around a stranger Mm -hmm. because maybe you're scared or there's fear. And I think there's a place to grow out of that. And Mm -hmm. I think we're called to be out of that. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Um, But I think when we appreciate who we are around the Lord, then people begin to start appreciating who who we are around them. Mm -hmm. You know,
1: it translates. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. How do you feel about that? I feel like you're usually yourself pretty well.
1: I agree. Um, (laughs) I mean, I think that, I think that overall, would you say that it's hardest to be authentically you? Do you feel like that's something that most people are challenged by when it comes to relationship Mm -hmm. and like being, you know, in community? Do you Mm -hmm. feel like. I I think that most people struggle with just being authentically themselves Mm -hmm. and just like raw and real. And yeah, I think that we tend to cover it up with like spiritual things and like, I'm a good person and all of this. But, um, I don't know. I think that the greatest thing that we can do is just be us, be ourselves because the Lord accepts us where we're at in every season Um, and he initially, he just wants our heart. Mm -hmm. And so I think, yeah, I mean, I, I've definitely gone through a lot when it comes to just identity and being confident in who the Lord has made me. And I'm still in a, you know, in that process and on that journey of just being willing to become all that he says that I am. And it's beautiful, but, um, yeah, I think that the reason why I am where I am right now is because it goes back to, I trusted in him. My trust Mm -hmm. is in him. And because my trust is in him and he goes before me, I, I just follow, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I just follow his lead and where he leads me is further into, Mm -hmm. I'm a daughter
0: I like one, one thing I, I, I noticed, um, Mm -hmm. with myself was like, typically for me, the hardest place for me is always bigger groups, um, which some people find surprising. Some people don't find surprising, but bigger groups have always overwhelmed me as a, as a person. And like, just through, you know, critically thinking about that and just looking at how, how I am in bigger groups. And, you know, some people have noticed or called it out. Um, for me, it was just, maybe people don't know that, but, like, for me, um, it was always difficult, I think. If I look retrospectively on it from, like, an outward look, it was that I'm just very introspective and I'm very much seeking my own. And it actually brought up the Corinthians, what is it, 13, I think? About love? Or Yeah, and it yes. goes into the part where love does not seek its own. And so... Realizing that for myself, that even having that, like the, just the spirit coming on me and saying like, go, go apologize to people for saying, for like seeking, seeking your own, mm-hmm. you know, and that is what stunted me and, wow. and being myself and being authentic. um, Because the Lord actually desires to use your authenticity because it's been created that way for you to work through that mm-hmm. so he's gonna work through your creative authentic aspect rather than your manufactured this is me mm-hmm. this is who I am mm-hmm. have it all put together figured out um you know like if someone is just like all about the nicer things all about you know always going all out in everything they do and they like things aesthetic they like things you know picture perfect I think that if that's actually authentic, you know, aspects inside of them, God will actually want to use that. Mm -hmm. And so, but what I think we see is because we have a comparison culture, Totally, um, we were we're like, okay, they're doing that. Maybe I should do that too. But like for me, my, I am most authentic when I just say like, you know, I've seen, I've had, I have a lot of testimonies for me saying dumb things and just (laughs) being very jokingly and very lighthearted about how God works. And I've seen people get healed. I've seen people get prophesied to have seen people see breakthrough Mm -hmm. through my lighthearted heartedness. And, um, and some people just don't understand that, but that's like how I am authentic is, you know, that creative aspect, like the, like I look back and I'm, I'm thinking about there's this one time this summer Um, during that time you know we give ourselves too much credit in our thoughts like we're like that's my thought you know and I'm starting to understand that the Lord gives me thoughts and then you know like these are his thoughts and so because I'm not going to take credit for my like these thoughts that are coming in my head like they're his like he's given them to me for a purpose so but there was this day it was really hot and I, I was with my friends we just got back from a trip um and we were having a church gathering at the park. And this is so like, I, I really only had the full picture a couple months later. So presently, um, it was really hot. And we were like, man, it's like 100 something degrees. We're going to the park. There's like no water there. Guys, I was like, guys, let's fill up a truck bed with water, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's one of those ideas where like could totally fall apart. You know, you throw an idea and everyone's like, yeah, 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 yeah let's do it. And then it never happens. So it's... <laughs> I've seen that way too many times. You know how yeah. many trips I've planned and then they don't happen? Yeah. So like, or how many times we're like, yeah, let's go do that. And then everybody's just like, yeah, never mind. No, I'm not feeling it anymore. Mm-hmm. But one of those things where things kept coming up, like, oh, this doesn't work. This doesn't work. This doesn't work. And we were actually trying to, it was four of us. We were like legi- legitimately trying to make it work for whatever mm-hmm. reason. So weird. Like, cause we're never like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, um, so on the other side of the story, our friend Vlad, who goes to the church, he woke up that morning and the Lord said, Hey, go to the park gathering and get baptized at the park and have, have pastor Roman baptize you. And so, okay, he, we're filling up our car. And so he goes, he goes to the park and, and he sees, he sees Roman. And he's like, he but he looks around at the park. He's like, God, you told me to get baptized at the park, but there's no water at this park. It's literally in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> flat ground, nothing, nice. all grass everywhere, as far as I can see. You just see grass. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well maybe I need to go to like a lake or. So he goes to throw. He's like, hey, God told me to get baptized, like within a five minute period of him saying that, we pulled up with a truck Amazing. bed full of water. Come on. But like, in our eyes, we just did it for for fun or like mm-hmm. just to bring you know, like, you know, let the kids go in there yeah, or like, it's hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Just very simple. Simple. Um, and like some people might say like, Oh, that wasn't the Lord. That was just you. But mm-hmm. I would say that that was the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's just, maybe we don't give the Lord too much credit or maybe, maybe like simple obedience to the thoughts he gives us mm-hmm. of things to do that seem really dumb. You yeah. know, like I once gave, I gave a prophetic word over someone and said, bro, you're a pelican. <sighs> <laughs> I'm like, bro. Like, you go down, catch the fish, and you got a big mouth, and you got a lot to say. Uh, like, there's like, like That's you know, right. like you just say, yeah. Um, like there's just one time too. Like, I was just out of service, and I was like, man, I'm just like, I'm just gonna like go smack somebody's head right now just for fun.
1: You would you and totally then, would
0: and then and then, and then and then i'm just like and then they encountered the lord and i was like whoa you kidding
1: wow but like my heart
0: my heart was light
1: yeah Ca- child sure,
0: yeah take that as heretical or whatever but that's mm-hmm. that's how I, mm-hmm. that's how i operate and mm-hmm. you know i always noticed that like god always works moves the most when i'm being my authentic self of like be, being that person yeah, And so I know, you know, like there are people who are perfectionists and like God will work through that if that's who, who you really are mm-hmm. and he'll use you in the details and people yeah. will feel very honored by that because of the intentionality you put behind every little detail. And yeah. so if they see that, they'll be like, oh, wow, like you did all of that for me. But really, you're just operating out of your natural inclination of like how to do things, mm-hmm. you know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then for some people, like they've been so uptight and they've been, trying so hard that it's so refreshing when they walk into a house and the household is just like, yeah, like kick your feet up. They're like yeah. in sweats. They like, just don't care. And they're like, this is so good for that person because they've been trying so hard mm-hmm. and they've been trying to prove something. And then they walk into a household and these people are being authentically who they are, which is just not trying. They're yeah. not seeking perfectionism. Mm-hmm. They're not seeking to prove anything to anyone. And so we can actually, Reach the most people when we're willing to be authentic because just like this, totally. like your testimony may sound exactly the same as someone else's, mm-hmm. but it's uniquely individual to you. And that like if that other person who has that same exact sounding testimony was to go share it to this person, it it might not affect them. Mm-hmm but there's someone who needs to hear your testimony Yes. because it's, it's not your testimony that matters. It's the person, it's the person who God wants to use, which is you. And so that will almost, that will sometimes, cause sometimes we discount our testimonies. We're like, yeah, I grew up in church, blah, 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 blah. Or like, yeah, I was in drugs, blah, 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 blah. And, um, you're kind of like, well, who would want to hear this? Like everyone's heard it a million times, Mm -hmm. but it's not, the testimony that they need to hear—it's the person who's giving it that they need to hear.
2: Wow, that's so good. You know, it's yeah, that divine
0: yeah. connection, relational aspect because mm-hmm. it's more so your authentic self that they need. Yeah. So the fact that you went through that, and then like the the fact that who you are—that's what, because maybe they relate more to you because of who you are, like were created and authentically are. You know Absolutely, what I mean? Absolutely.
2: Yeah. 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 It's yeah. good.
0: So and then you notice people like there's like Vic. Uh, Vic Fomenko and his like brain love is him. just totally on like research and yeah. diving deep and knowing all this stuff and like for True a lot teacher. of people yeah. they have really hard questions and it's like Vic is just being his authentic self he's not doing it to be an amazing teacher he's doing it because authentically like That's he wants he to is. stay yeah, up yeah, at like yeah. 5 a.m and research something yeah, yeah, yeah like a knife or <laughs> like what's, what's the would. best what's the best glue on the market
1: oh I love him yeah
0: Vic's the type where like you would say this is the best thing I've ever found. And then he's going to research just to double check. Wow. And I'm like, actually, no, these five other options are actually better and cheaper. And I would get these ones, you know? Yeah. Uh, so.
1: It makes me wonder, like, wow, is it, is it, like, it makes me question this, like, is, um, is it more about like, is Jesus more like, hey, how, like, you, oh, everybody says, like, I want, I want to be used by God. Like, I want to, you know, do powerful things for the kingdom. And, like, is Jesus asking us, like, how much are you willing to be yourself? You know? Mm-hmm. Because we're talking about how, like, really it is, we are, like, he's mm-hmm. made us the the, like, he's the message. Mm-hmm. But we get to be the people that facilitate that. We're mm-hmm. the messengers. And it's like, hey, how much are you willing to be who I am? And Mm -hmm. so like Vic is straight up (laughs) Mm -hmm. a teacher, like that's just who he is and the way he works and the way he thinks, like he's so him. And so the Lord just like comes Mm -hmm. on that and honors that. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's powerful and it translates to so many people and it's so like amazing because God's like, Hey, I made you specifically you for such a time as this. And I want you to just be yourself Mm -hmm. because I'm going to, I'm going to partner with that. Mm -hmm. I want to partner with you and nothing else because, Hey, God's real. Mm -hmm. Like, you know,
0: I'm going to bring up one point. Yeah. I'm going to use Vic as an example because more people know about Vic than maybe even me. It's like, he's a good example. I'll even use myself too. Uh So like a lot of times, well, so there's a point in our lives where sin was a real thing and it was a very tricky and you know, a very turbulent season for everybody because we we were all at one point in darkness, right? And so what will what will actually happen is we'll attach our sin to who we are characteristically, right? So, for example, we use me in a season. I used to be very energetic, very outgoing, very like uh, very like who I am now. But because I was seeking attention, I thought that that was a bad thing mm-hmm. that I did that because I was seeking attention. You know what I mean? So I thought because of the sin that this is not how I'm supposed to be, right? Whereas like maybe even with Vic, Vic is a phenomenal st- like studier. And mm-hmm. and I know I, I, I will talk about this because he actually shared it on the podcast. Like he would he would read the Bible so many times. He would study he would know every scripture he would know every answer mm-hmm. but it wasn't out of love but it was simply out of like this aspect of you know excellence because mm-hmm. that's just how vic is and you relate. so you know like totally. vic's, vic's an excellent guy mm-hmm. but you know that he's not that way now totally totally different person absolutely but he's the same person totally. so his characteristics are the same but if we were to look at it then you'd be like oh that's the issue so we looked at our our characteristics and we're like oh that's the issue like that's, that's the problem mm-hmm. rather than just the sin. so like separating it and being like, um, and really and and cause that's what the enemy would like to do is take what God intends to use and say that that's a bad thing.
2: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Um, where like, oh, you're just being religious. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the Lord. You shouldn't act this way anymore because that's not the Lord.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: but that's just the devil distorting what's good and saying like, Hey, yeah, you shouldn't act that way because, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's actually your sin, but it's yeah. actually who you are, not identity wise, but that's like who you are and like how you behave and how you act. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, cause our identity is sons and daughters. Perfect. Yes. And, uh, unblemished. Right. Yes. So, but who we are as like a person on this earth, that's like how, how we, com- how we choose to communicate. Cause no one communicates the same. Yeah. No one acts the same. Mm-hmm. No one says jokes the same way. No one has the same sense of humor. And I think that's really cool that Absolutely. we have such diversity that way, totally. but like don't discount how you, how you act. And cause it's a good thing
1: mm-hmm.
0: at the end of the day. Yes. I don't want to hang out with 20 Diana's, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Diana's, that would be Diana's great. Crazy. Diana's great but but
1: 20 of her. I need
0: 20 of her. I just need one of her. <laughs> That's just, yeah. How do you feel about that?
1: How do I feel about that? Yeah. Um, I would agree. I would go crazy. I would not be able to hang out. I don't know. I would not be able to hang out with myself. <laughs> There's too
0: much energy in one room.
1: <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. And you notice
0: that like you have two people that are very similar and you have like almost two competing characteristics in the mm-hmm. room. And I, we were talking about that earlier. Just like, it. Someone, you know what I mean like and there it's almost like competing personalities mm-hmm. but I think when you just I think it, I think it just depends on the relationship honestly I don't even know yeah. if I could put my finger on what's yeah, going on there
1: yeah I don't think like um I think that if you're just yourself like there shouldn't be competition yeah you know like if you I mean co- like I think competition is something that is um, we can be tempted to fall into. And I think all of us, you know, have had that mindset or struggled with that mindset. But if you just know, like, Hey, like, yeah, God made you, you, and there's no one like you. Like there's, yeah, there's, there's no need to compete. And so like the way that I see it is like, I think it's so important to, make sure that I'm looking at the golden people and making sure that I'm like
0: Mm. highlight that.
1: Yeah. Highlight that, that that's who they are Mm -hmm. and to always, um, yeah, just bring them up to, you know, like the highest place. And so I think that, yeah, when you honor what, what's in somebody Mm -hmm. like there shouldn't be competition because it's like,
0: so it's like that refinement where, mm -hmm. um, like, You need people in relationship in your life and you need friendships because we personally, like seeing into our own minds and knowing where we're at, we can misidentify what's our character and what's not our character, like characteristics. Because I'm not talking about character like you honor, like you love, like that's just, those are the character, that's the character of God Mm -hmm. that is put inside of us and that's how we live. But like we're talking about like, you know how you see things, like, how you communicate, you know, like, some yeah. people are really extra, and that's totally. a good thing, um, but, like, we'll misidentify what's God, like, because some, cause sometimes we'll be, like, we can be, we'll say, selfish, and that's my, that's just, like, how I was kind of, how I kind of am, like, I lack my space, mm-hmm. you know, like, get away from me, and um, so people are kind of put around us because they'll identify the actual things that are inside of us. Right. Mm-hmm. Because we can, conf- we're, we can get confused because we're like, Oh, that's me. Cause that's kind of how I always been. Yeah. You know? And then, so what, but, but what people will do is that refining process They'll And what God will do is like, they'll, I, but he'll use people a lot yeah. to identify True. these things. So I hope you kind of like that refining process of gold and you're like, Oh, that's zinc. That's not, that's not you. That's just something you've been carrying because you believe a lie. Mm-hmm. And so let's pull that out because that's not, that's not gold because you're gold. Yeah. So I'm going to take out the copper. I'm going to take out the silver. I'm going to take out the gold. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. that's not who you are. So that refining process, he'll use people. He'll use the word of God. Yes. He'll use the Holy Spirit Absolutely. to kind of identify what is truly you and what is not you. Yes. And so... Because I, I remember for me, like four years, that was probably the most confusing part. Like, what is me? Who isn't me? You know, I understand that I'm supposed to love, honor, you know, all these, all the things that are the character of God. But what about like how I am because I'm different than everybody else? Mm-hmm. Um, so that intentionality of determining like how I'm going to operate in being myself and, and in being authentic, which I think is important Um, because I've just heard too many times from people that people need that authentic side of you Mm -hmm. in the room like it's a discredit to the the creation of God right and like his his art and his creation like imagine if the Milky Way just hit itself Mm -hmm. because it felt for whatever reason inadequate Though everybody in the eyes of looking at the Milky Way, it's like, oh, the Milky Way, it's beautiful. Why would it ever feel inadequate? Mm-hmm. Um, and it hides itself. You would be hiding and covering up the beauty of his creation because at the end of the day, each person is is his canvas and wow. they've been painted to be unique because we don't need you know, 20 of the same paintings. We don't need to remanufacture them. We actually just need different paintings.
2: It's good. Every single time. Yeah.
0: So, and that's one thing you go on Instagram, you see like the same photo 80 <laughs> billion times. You're like, I've seen this. I don't need another one of these. Give me something different. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think our world does crave, um,
0: repetition or the same thing.
1: Naturally, I think, yeah, we, we do repetition and, and, you know, like this, uh, just like copy of whatever cloning but it's like I think what we genuinely do need and what we what we crave is unique uniqueness and individuality and just being original and it's cool because that's exactly what God has done he's made us all completely different Mm -hmm. and I mean it just blesses me that he loves us for who we are Mm -hmm. like that just wrecks me that mm-hmm. he looks at me he looks at us and he is delighting he's he delights in it he's like wow i did good mm-hmm. it is good um i mean his heart towards us is of love and he embraces everything about you um and that, I mean, why wouldn't you want to dive in, into a relationship like that? Mm-hmm. You know? He's Definitely. he's so good. Yeah. He's so good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're trying to figure out what to say next, huh?
1: No, I'm waiting for the next <laughs> question.
0: Oh, you can ask me a question.
1: Ask you a question? I
0: invite you to ask me a question. Go for it.
1: Um. Sure. Um, what do you think that... This is a question that I have been asking um a lot of people over the last probably like 2 3 weeks. It's a question that's been kind of marinating in my mind. What do you Yeah, just to like give a little context, I have been really diving into I mean, we see where the world is at and I mean do we really know what's going to happen? Like the next year, um, who knows? We'll see. We're just trusting in the Lord. And, um, but I've just been so curious because I've been burning for, um, just this generation and specifically like Gen Z, um, God has really just been highlighting, um, yeah, those that are like are even in my siblings' mm-hmm. generation. Um, and, like, just, like, what their culture is like, what society is like. Like, I've just been so curious and asking people, what do you think this generation needs? Mm-hmm. What do you believe that this generation wants and needs? Mm-hmm. And I've gotten so many amazing different answers. And it's just one of those being authenticity, Mm -hmm. um, like we've been talking about. And that just shows like how powerful um, just being ourself is, you know. So I'm just curious, like, what do you think this generation needs? Yeah,
0: I actually just from like talking to people and being around it and even from what I see, like I actually see that they actually do relationship really well with one another. And that they actually are pretty, pretty there for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and the issue is, in my eyes, is that it's an incomplete family. That you have a lot of brothers and sisters, but you lack the love of Christ. But there's still love and it still exists there. And then, like, I have noticed, like, Gen Z is very authentic, very unique, very yeah, different. Yeah, totally. Um, and so I think what it just needs is that that genuine father and motherhood. Because I think parents just don't understand who their children are, you know, because I think in their eyes, maybe they're like, well, maybe you're kind of just wasting your time because career or because the world's moving so fast. Mm -hmm. And the fear of a parent is that the world's moving so fast that their kid will be left behind. So it's not that they want their kid to be conforming to a pattern of society. It's more so they don't want their kid to just be left behind and then struggle. And I think that's the heart of a parent is that they don't want their children to just struggle, and so. But at the same time, there's this disconnect because their their friends are encouraging them to do what they love and their passions, but their parents are concerned about their security and all that stuff. Um, so what I think is there just needs to be this direction of father and motherhood within the church to bring in these strangers because ultimately, like, to the church. It's very strange to have people this authentic in a in a church culture because mm-hmm. I'm very familiar with cookie-cutter Christianity where
2: yeah, um, there's same. a
0: model that's been placed and yep. it would make sense to do it mm-hmm. um, that way because everybody does it that way. So it's very unfamiliar. So you see that and you're like, oh, like maybe you sold yourself to the devil or something like that because you're just so different and you're doing it differently and you're wasting your time and this is not how you should do it. Um, and I think that's so wrong because we're called in Christianity to affect every single sphere of influence because if we're not affecting every sphere of influence, then that means who is yeah you know we're called totally. to every every yeah. aspect so um, and I actually seen this locally on a local level, actually through one of my friends Marari, who actually ministers to a lot of people when he skates and oh, that's. So, legit. Yeah. And so, because one of the most authentic cultures, I think, is the skating. No way. Yeah, because there's actually, you know, they're all very, very brotherly and, you know, they're very nice. And so.
1: My sister skates.
0: Yeah, I know that. <laughs> and so I think, like, one, one thing is just, like, they know love and they know relationship better than the church sometimes. And I think that. That's why you have such, there's such a blow up right now for the younger generation, Mm
2: -hmm. you know, Yes.
0: to just hop into that because the culture is so rich, Wow. but church culture is not rich. It's actually very mild. So the church Mm -hmm. culture is very mild. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Mild in what sense?
0: uh, Mild in the sense that something loses its flavor. Mm. It's
1: It's not as salty.
0: Not as salty, maybe not even salty, but um, like it's just lost the touch of. That rich raw family feel,
1: mm-hmm. you know. I would agree.
0: Where you can go in and it's just like you don't know what to expect. Because I know that when I wake up in family, mm-hmm. um, like even the one I'm born with, that like I wake up knowing not what to expect. Like my expectation is not that like oh my mom's going to do this, my dad's going to do this. You know what I mean? Like I have a very unexpected, unassuming like family day where I could be mm-hmm. like anything could happen. And so I think that's what family is. It's not boring because church. Church family has become, well, I can expect exactly what's going to happen every week because I know on Sunday, I'm going to wake up at nine, get dressed, be at church, worship for an hour, feel the Lord, hear a sermon. I might be interested. I might not. Then I'm going to go into another worship set. I'm going to go, maybe go to an altar call or not go to an altar call. And then I'm going to stay after church, hang out with people, go get lunch, and then do something later in the day and enjoy the rest of my day. And so you have this very ex, ex, expected day where it's, again, repetitious and you lose the authenticity of what a family is because a family is not an organization. A family is not um, a planned out day. That's not family. Like The days that I'd hate the most when I was with my family is when my mom would be like, okay, we're going to do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. Mm-hmm. You know, and those are like the worst vacations for me were those ones where there's an itinerary and it's like a binder (laughs) and it's like, okay at five, we're doing this at six, we're doing this. And I'm just like, stop.
1: I've never had one of those. I've had that.
0: (laughs) My mom spent three months planning a trip.
1: Oh, my God. It was a
0: month trip, but it was planned out. She had like a binder even for me. Wow. And it's just like, just stop.
1: Good woman. She came prepared.
0: She did. (laughs) So
1: I've literally never had one of those. My family yeah. is the type of family that like buys tickets to vacation a week before. Yeah, we'll
0: buy like a year before.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. So
0: it's just one of those things where it's kind of lost that, mm-hmm. and it just has it's it's not fun anymore.
2: Mm. There's
0: just it's just not fun.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm sorry, like I won't do something that's not fun, mm-hmm. and I don't think Christianity is supposed to be boring or no. lame or like no or or an obligation. No. No. it should be fun it should be unique it should be um like good one thing I've yeah. like fathers and mothers I noticed that the one thing that people really desire is a horizontal relationship and in the, in the way that it's not vertical where they're higher mm-hmm. and if it is going to be vertical and it's like in a serving mentality and not in a relation like it's not in like a we're just kind of a conversation mentality. But when it comes down, when it becomes serving and you're a father, you're never looking down, you're always looking up. Right? Mm-hmm. So you're always looking up at who you're serving. Just kind of like when when Mary was at Jesus' feet, you know, if she's gonna look at Jesus, she's gonna be looking up. And vice versa, with Jesus, if Jesus is at the feet of someone washing their feet, Jesus is looking up at whoever he's serving. It's not the opposite where they're on their knees and you're standing and you're looking down at them. You know what I mean? And so that's like needs to become the heart of the father is like this horizontal relationship and this vertical looking up at whoever you're serving and lowering yourself and becoming like a brother when you need to be, but also being a father when you need to be. Mm -hmm. And a father is someone who gets on the same level, gets on their knees and, you know, serves, serves the child. Kind of like you're teaching your kid to ride a bike. I don't have a kid, but I've seen it. And the kid falls and the father gets on his knees and comforts the son at his level. He doesn't stand above him and say, how you fell. Um, So just like that picture.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, So I think real family is what's desired. And I'm actually starting to see that here. So and actually like one area is definitely like in that very authentic culture that you find in the world, that those are the people who are coming to Christ right now are the ones who are living authentic lives already but in darkness. So they're living authentic, authentically, but in a dark environment. Mm-hmm. And so what, what the devil does is he just tricks them and says that like they're depressed, says that they're just, they're, they're weird. They're too different, you know? So he'll twist that. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you bring those authentic people into the church, you're like, Hey, no, you're actually really good. Exactly how you are. Cause this is how God created you to be this authentic mm-hmm. or actually need to break whatever's in the church because we've lost that. Yeah. Like everybody's the same and I actually don't want to talk to any of them because they're so boring, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> Sorry, I've been to church and I'm like, you're all boring.
1: I'm bored. Lost your, <laughs>
0: lost your taste.
1: Wow. Yeah. Interesting.
0: So. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's good. Good yeah. answer. What do you think? What does this generation need? Yeah. Um, there's so much that I could say, but I would agree. Um with you that i think generation this generation needs jesus and um the right model of family and i think that ultimately they're just looking for identity like who they really are like yeah they're authentic to be themselves but do they really know that they're a son and daughter that's where it starts that's where it begins do they know that they are god's kid Um, do they know that they were placed on this earth, not just to just like roam around and live, you know, aimlessly, but they were put on this earth for a purpose and for a reason. And that's already within them. Mm -hmm. And that is discovered when you, you know, have a relationship with your creator. And I think like even before, uh, I mean, I, I remember growing up as a teenager, I was always so curious, like, Like, I could not figure my life out. You know, there's so many pressures where it's like, where are you going to go to school for college? Like, what is your career going to look like? Where are you going to, you know, where are you going to live? How are you going to make money? You're just always seeking to find that purpose and who you are. And I think I was just always like lost in this place where I'm like, I just seem, I can't. I can't seem to figure it out. And then as I began to just walk with the Lord, I began to really, that began to awaken within me because I was beginning to understand like, whoa, this is who he made me to be. I'm his daughter. And within that, he He placed dreams, passions, um, the way he's knit me. I mean, there's a reason why, you know, I was born where I was born. There's a reason why I was placed in the family that I was placed. There's a reason why, um, I was around the people that I was around. I went to the church that I went to, um, all of those things, you know, I think form us and shape us. Um, and the Lord uses that. And I think, yeah, this generation just is seeking to, find identity and live out a purpose. And I think that honestly, the enemy is after purpose. Like he wants a purposeless generation. Like if, if we begin to realize like why we're here, we can begin to just like live out all that God has prepared, you know? And, and that's powerful. That's like establishing kingdom on earth and I think that the enemy will blind you to make you feel like you don't matter, that you don't have purpose, that you don't, that you're just, you know, a person here on earth just to hang out for a while. Um, And so, yeah, I've just seen that once you find that place where, whoa, I know who I am and I know why I'm here. You begin to come alive and truly live the life that you were created to live abundantly. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I just seek for this generation. I want them to know who they really are, like who God made them to be and to live out. Yeah, just kingdom in a new way it doesn't have to be like you have to go to church every Sunday you have to read your Bible you have to speak you know Christianese you have to use all these words you have to understand how to pray you have to do all these things no it's like it's 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 more than that it's it's so much better like it is fun like Jesus completely wrecked me I mean I moved to California and I could not stop having fun like I could not stop having fun Like, I was like, this is way too good. I thought I'm supposed to be out here serving and not that I wasn't, but I thought I was like here to, you know, almost like suffer for Christ. And it's like be placed into, you know, not doing what I want to do and Mm -hmm. not enjoying life. Like, no, like God's all about that. He wants us to enjoy. He wants us to, um, like something that I love is, it's like being, being with the Lord and having relationship with him is like present, like it's right now. And so he's with you, he's in you and you're connected to him right now. And so in everything, you can find him in everything. It's, it's literally like you're walking, um, on, you know, when I was in California, like I just be walking by like on the shore by the ocean. And I feel like I'm with him. Like I'm, I'm just, you know, it's as simple as that. It's beautiful. Like I get to enjoy what he's created. Um, you know, it's like going on, you know, long car rides, road trips, like he's there with me. Like Mm -hmm. that's fun. Like it's like, he's, he's everywhere. And it's, it's relationship, you know, Jesus is relationship. He's not a religion. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I really seek for this generation to realize that Jesus is so amazing. Like he's so amazing and he's so much better than we can even put into words. Like he, he just blows your expectations out of the water Mm -hmm. because he's so specific to us. He gets us like, he gets us more than we get ourselves he he literally like he's like if you sit down with him like he he gets you more than anybody ever will and so i don't know i just yeah i burn for that and i really um and i believe i have faith in that i believe that this generation will be one of identity and will be one of purpose and i'm excited to yeah just see this generation be a generation for jesus come on yeah
0: you powerhouse
1: you're a powerhouse
0: sure (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much
1: thank you izzy thank you so much it's an honor
0: yeah guys this is just something we've been doing now so if you want to bless Diana, I'm going to put her cash up in the bio. Don't even. And if you feel in your heart to give her money, Don't like even. let's do it because that's just what we do.
1: <laughs> You're kidding. And,
0: and you also have the option. If you want to give money to the podcast, you also have the option. Guys, so whatever yeah, you feel.
1: please give it to the podcast. Put but your I cash would, up.
0: But I would actually be happier if we cash up.
1: Diana. No, guys, please cash up our parable.
0: Sure. Or Izzy. Um, <laughs> awesome. Thank you
1: so much. Thank you so much, Izzy. Thanks for being here. Izzy's amazing, guys. He's an amazing friend, amazing pastor, leader, um, friend to many, cultivates kingdom, kingdom builder. You guys should totally cash up his ministry, (laughs) please. Sure. Bless him. Sure. Abundantly in Jesus' name. (laughs) Come
0: on. Come on. They can cash up both of us.
1: No, just you. All right. All right. I'll I'll receive the blessing. Come on. Yeah. I need to learn how to receive. Come on
0: that's something she's been learning. So, okay. Thank you guys. (laughs) Thank you. God bless. If you have questions, if you have anything, if you want to share this, if you want to put it
2: in your story, if you want to do something like, let's do it. Let's blow it up guys. Have a good day. Bye.